All right, how's it going, everybody? Guess who's back? Back again. Robbie's back. Tell your friends to come on over here to this channel. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and leave a comment after the fact. It's great for the algorithms. I'm going to be doing a quick little 10-minute review. Ooh, dust on the camera. My slight OCD is kicking in. Going to be doing a quick 10-minute review of Zack Snyder's Justice League here by myself, maybe doing something down the road with some friends. TBD on that, not to be confused with the big dick. All that being said, once again, if you're not familiar with what is going on right now, I am trying my damnedest to carry the torch for the hardest working woman or man or non-binary person in general in Hollywood, Miss Roxy Stryer who is taking a slight hiatus from her program, but no fear, Papa Rob is here. Not as good as she is, but hey, guess what? The more I do this, the better at broadcasting I'm going to get. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'd like to start the show off with this. If you're just here for a Snyder Cut review, give me about one minute and we'll get right into things because you can't have Rob doing time codes for this show because he is live. I'd like to open the show by saying this. Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mattingly, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor for killing Breonna Taylor, not the fucking shots that missed. And for all the victims across this country of police brutality, say their names. One step closer into having justice one day in this country. We're finding our footing. This is all true. What up, Big Mo? Glad to have you here. Glad everybody's around. Like I said, this is going to be a quick little show. I'm not doing her impressions today because I'd like to get some clicks on this bad dog. So here are my thoughts. Yesterday was Woof City, Woof Woof City. I've been fucking nonstop working my ass off. I literally like, I, I know I look halfway decent on camera right now. I have not showered today. It's It's been a whole fucking thing. I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then me and Lego did our show this morning. I watched Snyder Cut yesterday, and then DC Movie News went up last night. I did their time codes. It's been a whole fucking thing. Uh, Glenn says, although I got to say, I'm not sure what my thoughts and feelings on hearing Papa Rob. So Papa Rob is a nickname somebody used to call me in high school. I won't say who she is, but uh, that's when she would like make fun of me. That's what she would call me. And Roxy always talks about how she's like, you know, she feels like a proud parent sometimes. So it's just like a riff on that, just a total fucking riff. Uh, but anyways, so that is that. Anyways, let's get back into the Snyder Cut review. Try and stay professional, buddy. You can do it. And then we're going to go back to finish and editing World Girl highlight reels. We are so close to being done. And trust me, it will be worth the wait. I promise. And a Rob promise is not as good as a Roxy promise, but he's working on it. He's working on it all. So here's the deal. I did not watch this movie in four hours. I watched the first hour and a half of it. Then I took a break, went to the gym, came home, watched about another hour or so of it, paused it, made some food, worked on some World Girl highlight reels for about two hours. And then sat down and finished the last, knocked out the last hour and a half, two hours of the movie. Okay. I don't know how, like, I barely got through Irishman as long as that was. Endgame was a little bit different. Uh, the spectacle in the theater, right? But sitting at home 
you know, it's like we all binge TV shows, which is fine, but still you usually get up from the couch and stretch your legs, take a little break. So for me, what I took away from this was I wouldn't have minded had it been in hour, hour and a half installments on HBO Max. And then it could have been like a water cooler show that we talked about on a weekly basis. But I also at the same time was totally cool with how it was presented. This movie was amazing. You know, obviously a lot of people are like, man, I feel like ripped. We were going to get a second one and a third one, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure everybody here has seen 500 other thousand reviews of this movie already. And it's only been out for about 36 hours. I will say this right out of the gate. I like Wonder Woman and didn't like Wonder Woman, the, the film. And didn't like Wonder Woman 84 as much as the first one. It was not great at all. It was passable, but I still felt like it was a waste of my time. I truly think Gal Gadot is a phenomenal actress and phenomenal as Wonder Woman. It's nothing against what Patty Jenkins is doing. I think she does a great job. But the performance of... Gail Godot in this film was fantastic. I loved her in the original Justice League, and I also loved her in BVS, especially the extended cut. It's darker. She doesn't wear the costume as much. She is just natural. She's hanging out with Bruce Wayne, all that kind of stuff, and it works. And I think it works very, 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 very well. Also, Ben Affleck. Did not care for him as Batman from BBS. Once I saw the extended cut, liked him slightly better. Justice League, didn't really care for it either. This movie, I'm so mad. Warner Brothers shit the bed. Warner Brothers has fucked themselves hardcore. I can handle three Bat verses at once, and I think the audiences can too. Warner Brothers seems to just think that audiences aren't intelligent enough to be able to follow different storylines in different universes. It's really not that complicated. And if people are going to bitch and complain about it, then they're going to bitch and complain about it and they don't have to watch the movies. It's fine. But here's the deal. This dude was supposed to direct his own Batman film. I really want to watch that now. Last week, I could have cared less. But after watching what I got to see yesterday and how he just played Bruce Wayne for almost half of the movie, I was sold. I, you don't have to put the Batman costume on. You're just as interesting just playing Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne can stand on his own as a character. He doesn't have to be the Batman all of the time. Number two, Ben Affleck shines when he becomes Batman. It's like, I really like this version of Batman, especially in the epilogue. The epilogue was so fucking good. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. The score's different. The score. The score, the pop music and the instrumentals and everything that was going on tenfold, ten times better than the original. Ten times better. You got Wonder Woman, you know, Wonder Woman and Batman, once again, cannot say this enough. Gal Gadot, the, the 
the way she plays her character in the Snyderverse and the way she plays them in the solo films is slightly different. I like the darker, less costumey, right? More dark version of the character. Same with same with Bruce Wayne. Same with Superman. I thought Superman, to be honest, I thought Cavill was as good in this film as he was in the original. I don't think there was very much that was added to make you like him more. But I think that's also due to the fact that we got a full Man of Steel movie to really set him up as a character in general. Whereas with this, you know, he comes in halfway through, right? Cyborg. Cyborg? No wonder. I mean, Ray Fisher has, you know, everything that's been going on the last six, seven months with him. I totally get it now. I, I mean... The whole backstory, for a guy that's not necessarily a comic book reader, the whole backstory of Cyborg, I needed that. Because now that I understand that, I'm invested in this character. Totally invested in this character. Same goes with Flash. Honestly, I said this last night. Barry Allen might be my new favorite superhero. And that's a lot for me because I've never really cared for the. I've never, I've seen the CW show a few times. It's not for me. I don't care for that kind of, you know, light romps, you know, on network television. It's just not my style. Give me HBO dark and gritty. Barry Allen, the flash shines. You get character development. You get, you know, they they, they kind of glazed over it in the original Justice League. You get it so much more in this one. So much more. So much more depth. You're, I'm mean, a non-comic book guy is watching this going, I get it. I get why everybody loves Barry Allen so much. I get why people love The Flash. I'm sold on this character for the first time ever. Aquaman. I'd put him in the same category as Superman. He was as good in this as he was in the original version. He was slightly more comedic and a little more bro-like in the original version where this one had definitely a little bit more of an arc to it. But that being said, the scenes that we got with him that we didn't get in the first one really gave us even more depth into Aquaman. Also, with the Aquaman solo movie, you got some of that as well. I really liked how they set certain things up with Aquaman, but I still would put him in the category with Superman, whereas even though the scenes were fantastic, there wasn't anything that made me like Momoa as Aquaman more than I did prior to this. Batman went way up for me. Flash went way up for me. Cyborg went way up for me. I always knew Gal Gadot was... is amazing as she is so she kind of stayed the same and i would also say superman and aquaman did as well for me the villains way better i also understand the mother boxes i the whole time i was watching the original cut of justice league i'm going wait so what are these things what do they do i don't i don't understand they never really set any of this up it's just like one day out of thin air oh we've got these mother boxes and Everybody pay attention to these things. I didn't get it. Now I get it. They took the time to set up everything so that by the time you got to the payoff, you were full. I was hungry to learn 
about what these mother boxes were and why they were so important. Now I'm aware. Now that I'm aware, when we get the payoff at the end, it's all that more special. All that more special. The slight sexual tension between Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne, the scene with the hands and stuff, I, I don't remember that being in the original cut. I might be wrong, but it was great. All the scenes in the Batcave where, oh yeah, this is Alfred. He works, or I work for him. It was fucking great. It was so great. The, you know, Aquaman just feels so earned after, after watching this, like the solo film. It's like, oh, that's why they made an Aquaman solo movie. You know, where it's like after the original, you're going, why do we need a solo Aquaman? That For what? But now it makes sense. The Wonder Woman explanation scene to Batman about the mother boxes when you see the fight scene where the gods are fighting. I wrote that down. That's literally what I wrote down on my notepad. I wrote that down because when you're getting the backstory with the mother boxes, it shows all those battles. And it the way it was explained in this cut shows even more that the difference between what seems to be the Justice League, okay, and stuff with the MCU is that a lot of the times, like with the MCU, for example, you have, you know, Tony Stark, who is the Batman of the MCU. He's a billionaire, builds this fancy suit, flies around town. Captain America was had the super serum that was put into him, et cetera, et cetera, right? The Justice League, okay, are literal gods amongst men. Aquaman, king of king of the sea, Superman, he's literally a fucking alien. Okay. Batman, he is the literal superhero from Earth on the surface level. Wonder Woman, she is a god. Cyborg is this, you know, kind of combination of a little bit of this the Iron Man with the tech, but he's not a billionaire, you know, and he was basically created in a lab. Same thing then with Flash, you know, now he's slightly more styled as a, you know, more of a, more of an MCU type hero, I would say. But, and you know, I don't know anything about the Eternals yet. So we're going to be learning about that with Marvel at some point this year. But I wrote down this whole gods amongst men, because when they show the flashback to the first fight with the mother boxes, you see all of the people and you go, this feels far more Lord of the Rings-esque than Avengers Infinity War. Very much so. So the fact that I've seen on social media some people comparing it to the Lord of the Rings makes all the more sense to me, especially after seeing this cut. The epilogue was fan-fucking-tastic. I was texting people. I'm like, wait, who's the guy from Magic Mike? What's he doing? And they're like, oh, that's, you know, so-and-so. I'm, I'm still blanking. Death, death something, death stroke, death stroke. And then the scene with Joker, which, I mean, that was some dark shit. That was some fucking dark shit. And then you get this Martian Manhunter, who I literally had never heard of him until yesterday. And I'm watching this thing. And I'm like, give me more. Give me, give me more. I want to watch more of this. This is fantastic. 
Anyways, I know I'm kind of all over the place and I'm not an avid comic reader. So I come at it from somebody who loves film. Now, in the past, I normally would go see a movie in the theater. And then over the next day or two in my car or whatever, I'd listen to people's reviews. That's how I found most of the people that I now know. Okay. Literally, that's how I found them. But, you know, things have changed and I, I do YouTube now and I kind of like to just give my take on it without having really done any other research purely for the fact that I'm going to come at it from somebody that loves film. But I was fortunate enough last night, I watched DC Movie News over on Roxy Stryer's channel where they covered all of this. And I learned so much about how all of this went down and the making and all, all the little tidbits. And to me, I thought that that even made me appreciate the movie slightly more, you know, maybe 5% more after watching that special. So I woke up today to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. And was like, man, you want to talk about a tone shift? And then we did our review on that. Then I went to the gym and I'm on my way home and I'm going, man, in the last 48 hours, I got an awesome new MCU show that I'm really digging. It's to me, you know, it's obviously very different than WandaVision, but I'm really digging it. Right out of the gate where WandaVision, it took me a while to warm up to it. And then the Snyder Cut, which I watched yesterday, that was just, I'm going to give it, honestly, as a film, as a four-hour piece of art, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 because it really was great. And I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 instead of a 9 purely for the fact that it's that whole, you know, you're just comparing it to the first one. So... If that's the only cut we ever saw, would it still be an 8.5 or a 9? I don't know, because all I'm comparing it to is the original cut, if that makes sense. So this movie, okay, really can stand on its own. And if they never come back to any of this, Ben Affleck never comes back, Ray Fisher never comes back, et cetera, et cetera, I'm fine with it, because at least we know in some alternate version of our reality, this trilogy did get made. And it was this nine, 10 hour opus that had all of these, all of these things, all of these things that went on in it. So much depth, so much characters. And it was great. It really was great. So I'm going to be getting out of here in a few minutes. Uh, thank you all for joining me. It was fun. I just wanted to do a quick little short review of this film and continue my streak here live at the Rob over here on my channel. Once again, Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mantley, arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor for killing Breonna Taylor and all of the people that are victim of police brutality across this country. Remember to fluff your pillows. Do not flush your pillows. We all know that. Check your internet, blow on it first. We know it works every single time. Do whatever you got to do to get that 1% better, that 1% happier. I'll be saying all these things on my show. I'm not, I'm not ripping, I'm not going to rip all her bits. Uh, but the ones, the ones that I'm going to keep here are those. Those are very important to me. They're very important to everybody else in this community. So we will continue to say them every day, whether it's on, on her channel or here on mine or wherever. 
will always be around. Stay safe. Be well. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you later.